जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय अद्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त वृंद जय अद्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त वृंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त वृंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त वृंद Today is a very auspicious day, being the appearance day of Advaita Acharya, and so we have chosen a verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila, chapter six, verse number twelve. So this chapter is about the glories of Sri Advaita Acharya, and in this chapter, this is the first verse having a purport and that too it is a very wonderful purport and that's why i chose this verse from chaitanya charitamrita so we'll read this jagat mangala advaita mangala guna dhama मंगल चरित सदा मंगल जगत मंगल द्वैत मंगल गुण धाम मंगल चरित्र सदा मंगल जगत मंगल अद्वैत मंगल गुण धाम मंगल चरित्र सदा मंगल जगत मंगल अद्वैत मंगल गुण धाम मंगल चरित्र सदा मंगल ट्रांसलेशन जगत मंगला ऑल ऑस्पिशियस टू द वर्ल्ड अद्वैता अद्वैताचार्य मंगल गुण धाम 
the reservoir of all auspicious attributes mangala charitra all characteristics are auspicious sada always mangala auspicious yara naam whose name sri advaita acharya is all auspicious to the world for he is a reservoir of all auspicious attributes his characteristics activities and name are always auspicious we can see this verse is so amazing for this day everything about advaita acharya is auspicious purport by his own grace as he bhakti on the swami shrila prabhupad ki jai Sri Advaita Prabhu, who is an incarnation of Mahavishnu, is an Acharya or teacher. All his activities and all the other activities of Vishnu are auspicious. Anyone who can view the all auspiciousness or in the in the past times of Lord Vishnu also become auspicious simultaneously. See such an interesting point here. Anyone. who can view the all auspiciousness in the past times of lord vishnu also becomes auspicious simultaneously so amazing it is therefore since lord vishnu is the fountain head of all auspiciousness auspiciousness anyone who is attracted by the devotional service of lord vishnu can render the greatest service to human society rejected persons of the material world who refuse to understand pure devotion service as eternal function of the living entities and as actual liberation of the living being from conditioned life become bereft of all devotion service because of their poor fund of knowledge in the teachings of advaita prabhu there is no question of fruitive activities or impersonal liberation bewildered by the spell of material energy however person who could not understand that advaita prabhu is known different from vishnu wanted to follow him with their impersonal conceptions the attempt of advaita prabhu to punish them is also auspicious lord vishnu and his activities can bestow all good fortune directly and indirectly in other words being favored by lord vishnu and being punished by lord vishnu are one and the same because all the activities of vishnu are absolute according to some mangala was another name of advaita prabhu as the cause of incarnation lord vishnu's incarnation for a particular occasion he is the supply agent or ingredient in material nature however he is never to be considered material all his activities are spiritual anyone who hears about the glories of him becomes glorified himself for such activities free one from all kinds of misfortune one should not invest any material contamination or impersonalism in the vishnu form everyone should try to understand the real identity of lord vishnu for by such knowledge one can attain the highest stage of perfection 
ഓം ജ്ഞാനത്തിമുരാന്തസ്യാജനശ്ലാക്കയ ചക്ഷുരുൻവിലിതം യേനാ തസ്മായി ശ്രീഗുരവേ നമഃ ശ്രീചൈതന്യമനോഭീഷ്ടം സ്ഥാപിതം യേന ഭൂതലെ സ്വയം രൂപകഥാമഹ്യം ദാതി സ്വപദാന്തികം വന്ദേഹം ശ്രീഗുരോ ശ്രീയുതാപദകമലം ശ്രീഗുരൂൻവൈഷ്ണവാംശ ശ്രീരൂപം സാഗ്രജാതം സഹഗണരഘുനാഥാന്യുതം തം സജീവം സാദ്വൈതം സാവധൂതം പരിജനസഹിതം കൃഷ്ണചൈതന്യദേവം ശ്രീരാധാകൃഷ്ണപാദാൻ സഹഗണലളിത ശ്രീവിശാഖാന്യുതാംശ ഹേ കൃഷ്ണ കരുണാസിന്ധോ ദീനബന്ധോ ജഗത്പതെ ഗോപേശ ഗോപികാകാന്ത രാധാകാന്ത നമോസ്തുതെ തപ്തകാഞ്ചന ഗൗരാംഗീ രാധേ വൃന്ദാവനേശ്വരി വൃഷഭാനുസുതെ ദേവീ പ്രണമാമി ഹരിപ്രിയേ വാചകൽപതരൂപ്യ കൃപാസിന്ധുഭ്യതിതാം പാവനേഭ്യോ വൈഷ്ണവേഭ്യോ നമോ നമഃ നമോ വിഷ്ണുപാദായ കൃഷ്ണപ്രേഷ്ഠായ ഭൂതലെ ശ്രീമതെ ഭക്തിവേദാന്ത സ്വാമിനിതി നാമിനെ നമസ്തേ സാരസ്വതേ ദേവേ ഗൗരവാണി പ്രചാരിണേ നിർവിശേഷ ശൂന്യവാദീ പാശ്ചാത്യദേശതാരിണേ ജയ ശ്രീകൃഷ്ണ ചൈതന്യ പ്രഭു നിത്യാനന്ദ ശ്രീ അദ്വൈതകദാധാർ ശ്രീവാസാദിഗോരഭക്തവൃന്ദ ഹരേ കൃഷ്ണ ഹരേ കൃഷ്ണ 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 ഹരേ 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 രാമ ഹരേ രാമ 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 ഹരേ ഹരേ ശ്രീമാപുരോവിഭൂർമായശേതേയദമൂഷപുരുഷൂംതേഗുണാംഷോഡശോഡശാത്മകോലം to progress in our devotional life and we really need it it's not very easy to make progress in bhakti especially in this time dealing with our own minds dealing with the environment in which we are living we are very fortunate that chaitanya charitamrita gives such a wonderful narration about advaita acharya it gives the tatva about advaita acharya and also past times of advaita acharya when we try to understand shri chaitanya charitamrita it is very interesting because there are so many narrations on the past times of lord chaitanya there are various scriptures in which lord chaitanya's past times are described however chaitanya charitamrita is class apart chaitanya charitamrita is different from other past time books of lord chaitanya the reason is chaitanya charitamrita establishes the tatva of lord chaitanya based on shrimad bhagavatam So Chaitanya Charitamrita presents about 300 verses from Bhagavatam. 
So this is very significant. And due to the same reason Kaviraj Goswami presents in the second chapter of Adilila that Siddhanta Boliya Chitte Na Kare Alas that when Kaviraj Goswami is speaking about himself when he is going to narrate all the tattvas of Lord Chaitanya Lord Nityananda Advaita Acharya etc one shouldn't be lazy in the mind one shouldn't think that these tattvas are very difficult to understand even many devotees who approach uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita in the Adilila they find it a bit difficult or oh, there are so many purports and it is very complicated very technical because it's all speaking about tattva all about the philosophical points the philosophical conclusions so uh, Kaviraj Goswami warns right in the beginning that one shouldn't be alas one shouldn't be lazy about the philosophical truths and he explains why because when we understand the philosophical truths behind these great personalities there can be apparent contradictions there can be difficulties in understanding this tattva their philosophical conclusions but by going through that one's mind becomes strong and with that strength in the mind one can develop attachment to krishna so this is the conclusive statement of kaviraj goswami so it's very interesting to know more about uh, advaita acharya so in chaitanya charitamrita in the adilila first chapter first 14 verses are seed verses very important verses and the next seven chapters so chapter 1 to 7 are elaborations on these first 14 verses and in these 14 verses there are <coughs> very very important aspects of guru lord chaitanya lord nityananda lord advaita acharya like that all are mentioned in the first 14 verses and they are elaborated in further chapters so in the sixth chapter of adilila there is a whole chapter dedicated for advaita acharya and that's where we are here about the all auspicious nature of advaita acharya he is jagat mangala he he is all auspicious for all the persons in this world and we will see why and how soon and not only that he is the mangala guna dhama he is the reservoir of all auspicious characters he has all auspicious qualities and mangala charitra there is all his activities all his pastimes are auspicious and mangal yara naam and he also has a name as mangal so as we read in the purport some devotees say that one of the names of advaita acharya is mangal so everything about advaita acharya is mangal now kaviraj goswami explains the tattva behind advaita acharya and it is very very interesting because we know that mahavishnu has created this entire world so millions and trillions of universes are ultimately coming from mahavishnu or karanadagashay vishnu and he is glancing upon pradhan we know that the whole matter is there and he is glancing upon that so kaviraj goswami says okay there is the nimitta karan and there is the upadana karan 
it's a, it can look technical, but he explains in this way. So he says that there is an efficient cause and there is the upadana, there is the material cause. Hmm? So Kaviraj Goswami explains the tattva of Advaita Chari as Lord Mahavishnu, Karnagadashai Vishnu is the efficient cause or Nimitta Karan for this material world means he glances upon Pradhan which is the collection of all the material elements which are not active which is just present as it is everything is there but nothing is active so the Lord is glancing upon this Pradhan so he is the efficient cause for material creation and the Upadana Karan that is Advaita Acharya so he mentions that the Lord glances upon this matter Pradhan but the Pradhan is actually being activated and the actual creation starts because of Advaita Acharya. Can you imagine the power of Advaita Acharya? <laughs> it is very difficult to understand even. It's not a, we are not talking about just creation of something. We are not even talking about creation of one universe. We are talking about creation of millions of universes and that energy is supplied by Advaita Acharya. The Lord is glancing. Of course, there is a trance of energy in that point. But if you read the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, we can see that there is always intervention of the Lord in the creation process. It is not just the first glance. When we initially talk about creation, we think that the Lord glanced and everything created. No, it's not just, it's not as simple as that. That's why creation is very complicated. When we read it, it is too complicated. It is not possible to understand, practically speaking. Even Brahma has difficulty in understanding creation. Your creation is before Brahma. And now Advaita Acharya is giving the power for that. He is the Upadana, he is the material cause. He is empowering the Maya energy to conduct the creation. So it is mentioned, he is he infuses the material energy with creative potency. So we can see the prayer of Lord Brahma in the uh, third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. And we can see even a reference to that in Chaitanya Charitamrita later. But I'll get to that, get into that later. And it is mentioned by the energy, by the Shakti of Advaitacharya, these millions of universes are created. And he can, he is causing to expand to all different Garbhotakshai Vishnus. So each universe has Garbhotakshai Vishnu. Right? And from him, from his navel, the Lord of Flower comes. And where Brahma appears. So from him, all these Garbhotakshai Vishnus comes. So it is mentioned that Advaita Charya is specifically an Anga of Narayan. Anga of Narayan. A part, it's actually said, not just part. <laughs> Anga is even more intimate than saying a part. You know, in Bhagavatam you might have read many places, uh, Maitreya, Shikadeh Goswami, they address, say for example, Parikshit or Vidra as Anga or sometimes as Tata because of affection. So it is mentioned, so there is such an intimate connection between Lord Narayan in Vaikuntha and Advaita Charya. So that's why Kaviraj Goswami says, I don't want to use the term Amsha, rather I want to use the term Anga. 
because of they are so intimate they are closely linked so this is the position of advaita acharya and so he says specifically says i don't want to use the term amsha rather i want to use the term anga showing that intimate connection mm. now uh, in the 12th verse in the adilila so there are two seed verses about advaita acharya in the adilila so i will chant both as we go the first one is mahavishnur jagatkarta mayaya ya srijatyata tasya avatara evayam advaita acharya ishraha so this is we have described whatever we described that is a some and substance given in this verse so we can see all what is explained in the sixth chapter of adilila it is summarized in this verse the uh, lord advaita acharya is the incarnation of mahavishnu whose main function is to create the cosmic world through the actions of maya so we understood briefly this point now if we want to know further so he we understood connection to lord narayan mahavishnu in that context we understood the position of advaita acharya now let's try to understand advaita acharya based on his past times advaita acharya is considered he is one of the two main limbs of lord chaitanya so lord chaitanya he himself say i have two limbs and also advaita acharya is considered the main two main branches of the chaitanya tree so there is this analogy given in the madhyalila where lord chaitanya himself is considered as the tree and the two main parts are one is advaita acharya and the other is nityananda prabhu so here uh, it is mentioned that the two limbs of lord chaitanya are advaita acharya and nityananda prabhu and then who are the other other small small limbs they are the main limbs so who are the other limbs exactly shrivasadi gora bhakta vrinda so starting from shrivas thakur they are considered you know the nose the eyes face etc so they are considered different small small limbs of lord chaitanya and all came here for a purpose as we know we'll discuss that and they are enacting pastimes in the association of lord chaitanya at the same time okay he is the limb of lord chaitanya advaita acharya is a limb of lord chaitanya at the same time lord chaitanya considered advaita acharya as his spiritual master so we had to see this multiple roles in this past time he certainly he is a limb of lord chaitanya but lord chaitanya considered advaita acharya as his guru as his spiritual master why he is the disciple of madhavendra puri is a disciple of madhavendra puri and lord chaitanya's guru is ishra puri who is the disciple of madhavendra puri so you can see he is on the equal status of his guru ishra puri so lord chaitanya considered advaita acharya as his guru he used to pay obeisances out of etiquette so this is the connection so you can see two fold connection between lord chaitanya and advaita acharya 
and mm-hmm. we will explain all this based on past time so and that is very wonderful and very sweet now i will explain a little bit more on what is this function okay creation already took place that is millions and billions of years back creation already took place and he himself expanded as millions of garbhodakshay vishnus and he has infused the material energy to enact creation so that's all done now the question is why has he come why advaita acharya came to this world so that is very very important because shri advaita introduces bhakti to this world so there is a very significant role advaita acharya plays he is the introducer of bhakti to this world so it is mentioned the advaita acharya he is acharya so he is the spiritual master of all the devotees and at the same time he is revered by everyone advaita acharya has one name what is his name one name we already told mangala his name is mangala then kaviraj goswami says he has another name also he is also known as kamalaksha <laughs> you know the meaning of kamalaksha right kamalaksha right lord side kamalaksha kamala aksha he is known as kamalaksha because he is the part of one who is kamalaksha the supreme lord since he is the part of the supreme lord he is having the same nature so he is also known as kamalaksha so we know already two names one is mangal second is kamalaksha he is also known as kamalakanta kamala kanta you know what is kamala kanta right the husband of goddess of fortune so he is also known as kamala is also name of goddess of fortune lakshmi devi so kamala kanta that is also another name of advaita acharya hmm. so uh, in again going back to the seed verse so we there are 14 seed verses 12 and 13 12 we already chanted now 13 is giving further explanation of the meaning of advaita acharya it's a very beautiful verse advaitam harinadvaita tacharyam bhakti samsanat bhaktavataram ishantam advaita acharyam ashraye so here kaviraj goswami in the beginning of chaitanya charitamrita itself explains the meaning of advaita and acharya he is known as advaita you all know the meaning of advaita advaita means non different but here advaita acharya is non different because advaitam harina advaitat he is non different from hari so because of that he is known as advaita he is non different from hari so officially only few people can take the name advaita <laughs> right because in the advaita philosophy in the monistic philosophy they say everyone is one everyone is same as god no that is not true it is applicable for certain people <laughs> that is like if one is a direct expansion of the lord then we can say he is advaita so advaitam harinad harinadvaita similarly mayavadis they say everyone is narayan 
but sometimes sometimes they get it right just like a clock if it's not working still during the day one time at least <laughs> the time it will show right <laughs> similarly rarely mayavadis get it right that's what happened when they addressed lord chaitanya as narayan you look like narayan you are narayan so that time they got it right other times it will not work other time it is punishable <laughs> okay so this is the situation now advaita acharya here advaita philosophy is completely applicable because he is the supreme lord so advaitam harinadvaita then acharyam bhakti samsanat because he teaches he introduces bhakti to this world he is known as acharya in the future purport in anyway, i'll explain now itself prabhat explains further this term acharya he says that the acharya means okay he is acharya he practices krishna consciousness but apart from that he feels so much of compassion when he sees everyone else suffering so one who feels compassion for the living entities he is the real acharya because if there is real compassion he will act upon that compassion so he explains further a beautiful purport is there and in that light we can see the position of shila prabhupada also so from prabhupada's purport we can understand the position of advaita acharya and we can understand the position of shila prabhupada so this is the beauty so this is advaitam harinadvaitat acharyam bhakti shamsanat advait then it's mentioned bhakta avataram ishantam he is the bhakta avatara he is the supreme lord now appeared as a devotee so what advaita acharyam ashraya i take shelter of advaita acharya so this is a meditation we can have for today while chanting while praying please help us we will hear further the power of advaita acharya and the role of advaita acharya that is the next past time why advaita acharya brought lord chaitanya to this material world <laughs> can we think about it who has the potency to bring lord chaitanya to this world so this is the potency of advaita acharya he was able to bring the supreme lord to this world now if you go different houses there are home programs right home programs are there read bhagavad gita bhagavatam bhakti vriksha namahata whatever we have so many home programs now where is this all home programs coming from we can see the origin of home programs in the house of advaita acharya advaita acharya used to read bhagavad gita bhagavatam and all devotees used to come there and everyone used to discuss bhagavad gita and bhagavatam so advaita acharya used to conduct home programs at his place in shantipur and everyone used to come and that's why it is mentioned that uh, uh, i think uh, praladananda maharaj was mentioning advaita acharya used to read bhagavad gita and relish and we think that what is there in bhagavad gita we need advanced scriptures then only we can relish but the supreme lord himself used to relish reading bhagavad gita so he had to understand so one time uh, was speaking to burijan prabhu he was mentioning one thing when one is advanced one can see the higher points when one reads in a simple verses like bhagavad gita maybe a simple verse one who is advanced can see highest devotional things in a simple verse of bhagavad gita and one who is not advanced 
want to find where is the Goswami literature, where is this, where is that. We want to buy this, we want to buy that. <laughs> this, is the, this, this is the difference, diametrically opposite. So one who is advanced can see bhakti everywhere. So this is why, this is what we can learn from Advaita Acharya. They used to contact home program and discuss all this literature in Navadev, in Shantipur. And they used to be so happy discussing uh, Bhagavad Gita and chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So they used to chant, they used to read Bhagavad Gita, a typical home program. And it is coming from Advaita Acharya. And they used to be so happy. At the same time, this is the contrast. He, they were very happy, but Advaita Acharya was feeling so much of sadness, seeing the condition of the world. He was thinking, the people are taking pleasure and sense enjoyment. Hmm? So this is very, actually it's a very advanced vision. Hmm? Please understand. If somebody is enjoying this world, and if one can see suffering in material enjoyment, it is an advanced platform. Because even as devotees we can see, if somebody is literally suffering, one, I was speaking to one devotee, it is glorious of course that mood, I'll tell you. Devotee was telling me that uh, uh, this devotee was feeling very bad. Because as part of the job, uh, this devotee had to speak to so many vulnerable people in this world, in this country, in this state, spe specifically around, uh, not in Melbourne, in the country Victoria. Telling they were vulnerable people, so they are going through so many difficulties, so on a material level. So this person was telling, was feeling so much trouble hearing that. Tears were coming from the eyes. It is very glorious, it is very nice. Why? Because seeing the material suffering. So if you see the material suffering, we say, Dukkhalayama Shashadam, we have to do something about it. Similarly, in our life also, we are going through trouble, then we say, okay, we have to do something about it, you know, we have to chant Hare Krishna properly, we have to pray to Krishna. Now, the question is, if everything is going good, and especially if others are enjoying like anything, everything is good, and can we see suffering in others' life and can we see suffering in our, ours' life if everything is going good? That is the question. Isn't it? It's very difficult. Because as neophyte devotees, sometimes our tendency is if somebody is enjoying, we think, oh, having a good time. Looks like I am suffering. <laughs> he or she is enjoying, I am suffering. I am chanting, but it is meant to be ecstasy, but they are enjoying. It's very good. Maybe I should also have same material position. A neophyte devotee can think like that. That's the reason Srila Prabhupada instructed the initial sannyasis. One of the initial instructions he gave to the sannyasis was that when you go to uh, Grihastha's houses, don't think that they are enjoying, they are having a good time and I am missing out. Never think like that. <laughs> Prabhupada instructed that that's a reality. Because when you go to, you know, may not be devotees, who are houses, one shouldn't think that they are enjoying. One, another instance I will tell you in this connection. I won't name, okay? But I will name a little bit, okay? One of, one of the devotees went with his soulless Kadam Bhagavan Maharaj. Okay, a very classic class. Right? So, so he said, uh, he, he's, you know, he's, he's a brahmachari. So, he went and uh, they were walking and he saw one house, a beautiful house. 
he told maharaj oh that house very spontaneously told that house looks so nice <laughs> maharaj said immediately spit <laughs> that is a place of suffering <laughs> that is griha mantha kupam you know of course it's not a devotee's place so don't misunderstand <laughs> so he said <laughs> spit <laughs> became very angry don't think that is a place of enjoyment he was making that point you know spit you know <laughs> this is grihamantha goba it's not a devotee's place by the way nice you know palatial house oh, very nice house maharaj okay immediately got the sauce hmm? so here advaita acharya he was very concerned seeing the material enjoyment of people of course there is suffering in material enjoyment because there are two sides of the coin no one can get only material enjoyment other side will come that is guaranteed but we are understanding this point and then adhyatacharya he wanted to do something about it he was feeling so much of compassion for this so he mentioned i'll just read that about the acharya point from shila prabhu's purport from the third chapter of adhilila this sort of serious interest in the welfare of the public makes one a bona fide acharya you please study the character of shila prabhupad and also followers of shila prabhupad who are advanced devotees who are spiritual masters we can see they are very concerned about the welfare of others really i have heard this kind of conversation talking about such and such countries nothing is happening what can we do in those countries serious discussion about this what can we do in those countries what is the hope they are becoming very concerned about different countries so this is the mood of an acharya and acharya does not exploit his followers very important point to be understood acharya does not exploit his followers in other words if if they are offerings if they are giving respect if they are giving possession they are not attached to it they are simply accepting that sort but they are not really enjoying it it is not for the enjoyment since the acharya is a confidential servitor servitor of the lord his heart is always full of compassion for humanity in its suffering he knows that all suffering is due to absence of devotional service to the lord and therefore he always tries to find ways to change people's activities making them favorable for the attainment of devotion that is the qualification of an acharya so we can see what prova has written it's about himself actually speaking he has done exactly the same thing and now advaita acharya he thought the only solution to the problem is Lord Krishna has to personally come and he has to show devotional service by his personal example. He said there is no other way because in this age of kali one has to actually show by example then only one will learn and for this age of kali the process is chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra so he decided I will petition to the Lord for his appearance. And then he thought my name advaita will be fitting if i am able to induce krishna to inaugurate the movement of chanting of the holy name so this is the thought of advaita and now prabhupad in the purport i will read the last line very interesting the actions of shri advaita prabhu however give tangible proof 
of inconceivable non dualism no inconceivable non dualism one who therefore surrenders unto shri adveta prabhu can easily follow the philosophy of inconceivable simultaneous dualism and monism means if one wants to understand achinta bheda bheda tattva surrender unto adveta acharya in other words perform devotion service coming in the parampara then one will be able to understand and what did adveta acharya do he immediately remembered a verse from gautamiya tantra it's a very nice verse tulasi dala matrena jalasya chulukena va vikrirnade swamatmanam bhaktebhyo bhaktavatsalaha a very nice verse because shri krishna who is very affectionate towards his devotees sells himself to a devotee who offers him merely a tulasi leaf and a palm full of water now just i just explain this vikrinite the verb uses vikrinite means selling vikrinati means selling so the lord is ready to sell himself if he gets some water and tulasi leaves chukula means just palm full of water that is enough because we have to understand bhakti is the driving force it's not just the water or the tulasi so with bhakti if one hours patram pushpam phalam toyam so then the lord wants to reciprocate so he came to a conclusion and the interesting conclusion is that if one is offering with devotion a palm full of water and tulasi then krishna thinks that this devotee has given me so much that i don't have anything in my possession to repay for this devotee the krishna thinks if he offers that then i have nothing to give back then what can he do like bali maharaj <laughs> he understood there is no possession then he had to bring in the lo- logic that the possessor is greater than the possession so i will give myself similarly krishna thinks that i don't have anything to give so i will give myself to my devotee so that is atma paryanta vadanyata this bhakta vatsala is bhakta vatsalya is to the degree that he is ready to give himself to the devotee so basically advaita acharya wanted to catch on this point and he has, he has such devotion so i will catch on this point and i'll bring the lord here and with this intention he took water from ganges and took tulasi manjari and started offering to his salagram shila to the supreme lord and calling out loudly it is mentioned that his crying was going beyond the vaitarani river and the, the coverings of the universe vaitarani river and it is reaching parambyoma and the lord was hearing the loud callings of advaita acharya hunkar just loud calling out for the supreme lord and even in the further past time lord chaitanya himself tells you brought me here because i couldn't sleep i was sleeping referring to vishnu you know kanada gaya vishnu i was peacefully sleeping but you were calling so loudly that i had to come to this world so this is the position of advaita acharya with so much of devotion he was calling out the supreme lord and then uh, in here a verse is quoted by kaviraj goswami from the 
third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Brahma's prayer for creative energy. Hmm? And why I quote this verse? Because it is showing the mercy of the Lord and the power of the devotee. Tum bhakti yoga paripavita saroja Asseshtu tekshita patho nanunadha pumsam Yad yadhyata urugaya vibhavayanti Tattat vabhu pranayase sadhanugrahaya So this verse is very very connected to appearance of Lord Chaitanya. So it is mentioned Tum bhakti yoga paripavita saroja that the Lord is always dwells in the vision and hearing of a pure devotee. When a pure devotee calls, the Lord is hearing and he is within the reach of call of a pure devotee. And a pure devotee can see the Supreme Lord. Then the Lord is Situated in the heart of a devotee, which is like a lotus flower. The heart of a devotee is like a lotus flower and the Supreme Lord is situated in the heart of that devotee. And then, And now, this is the point, by exhorted prayers, when a pure devotee calls upon the Supreme Lord, at whichever form, this is the point. Whichever form the supreme of the Supreme Lord a devotee calls upon, meditate upon, offers exalted prayers, So out of compassion for that devotee, to show favor for that devotee, that particular form the Lord assumes and he descends. So this is what Advaita Acharya has done. Because of his prayer, the Lord has to come in the same form as Lord Chaitanya. No other form. Because tat tat vapuhu pranayase sadhanugrahaya. To show mercy to the devotee, the Lord has accepted the, the same form. So that is very, very interesting. So it is mentioned, Kaviraj Goswami further explains that the essence of the meaning of this verse is that the Lord Krishna appears in all his innumerable eternal forms because of the desire of his pure devotees. So without that desire, it is not going to happen. Now, since we spoke about the two aspects of Advaita Acharya, one, he is Lord himself and and he is a limb of Lord Chaitanya. At the same time, Lord Chaitanya treats him as his Guru. And here, let's try to see the mood of Advaita Acharya. It's very important. And before getting into the mood of Advaita Acharya, let's try to understand the unique position of pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. And the description given in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Generally, Bhakta Vatsalya of the Supreme Lord is visible everywhere. If you read Srimad Bhagavatam, we can see Bhakta Vatsalya of the Lord. Bhagavad Gita we can read right in the beginning. Senayor upayor madhe detham stapaya mechuta. Vachuta bring, take the chariot right in front, in the middle of the armies. We can see Bhakta Vatsalya right there. The greatest position of the Supreme Lord, ready to offer himself to his devotees. 
now here it is coming to a different league altogether why here the lord himself wants to experience the position as a devotee lord chaitanya wants a taste devotional service in the mood of shrimati radharani similarly here we can see advaita acharya is mahavishnu is a part of or anga of narayan he wants to experience devotion service unto the supreme lord chaitanya can you see so here we can see instead of the lord you know serving his devotee here the supreme lord himself is serving the supreme lord so that is very amazing in chaitanya charitamrita when we see these two major limbs advaita acharya or nityananda prabhu we can see they are serving lord chaitanya so we can see this is inconceivable if you think about that the supreme lord multiple supreme lords they are present together and they all want to serve the supreme lord and at the same time lord chaitanya being the supreme personality of god he wants to serve advaita acharya can you see the dynamics which is presented in chaitanya charitamrita and it is very very unique and it is very sweet hmm. so here advaita acharya has this particular mood and that is elaborated by kaviraj goswami that is dasa abhiman the conception that i am servant of lord chaitanya so he wanted to loudly proclaim i am only a servant of lord chaitanya uh, amit chaitanya das i am only a servant of chaitanya so this is the mood of advaita acharya and he doesn't want to hear anything else he doesn't want to hear that he is mahavishnu he is not interested he doesn't want to hear that i am narayan not interested he was completely lost in the conception that i am only a servant of lord chaitanya so this is the greatness of dasya it is a greatness of servitorship so that even the supreme lord himself appears to experience the position of a servant so this is a very very eye opening point of us for us that is being a servant is a great position <laughs> that's why our name we always have das at the end or dasi being servant it is a great position and prabhu uh, you know uh, explained it in a very funny way that you know you know about the dog you know we are we are dogs of krishna you know we have this country you know otherwise we are stray dogs it is such an important point so it's a position hmm? it's a qualification to be a servant and in the material conception everything is opposite and that's why we think it is not really good is it said adhyatacharya experienced unequal joy and he was loudly telling nityananda i are servants of lord chaitanya hmm? <laughs> this is the mood of adhyatacharya he is only a servant of lord chaitanya but he was very unhappy why lord chaitanya was worshiping him so he was very very unhappy that's why i narrate the passage where advaita acharya wanted to be punished by lord chaitanya because because very interesting because if somebody is punishing then it is confirmed that he is the servant anything you know if somebody is punishing us we really don't want to even think about it 
if spiritual master is punishing if spiritual master is chastising oh my god we will first we are trying to avoid chastisement adjust somehow or to avoid chastisement and if chastise we don't you know we may accept but at the same time we don't relish, relish it it may take time to relish actually devotees who has connection to spiritual master for years later they say you know you know such and such guru you know chastises me they relish but initially we are not in a position to relish that now adhyatacharya was feeling so bad that lord chaitanya has chastised even his own mother mother sachi devi right you know the past time mahaprakash leela sachi devi mahaprabhu was giving mercy to everyone but when it came to the chance of sachi devi when are you giving mercy to sachi devi mahaprabhu said no i am not going to give mercy to sachi devi my mother because she has offended advaitacharya so see the connection how much <laughs> lord chaitanya respected advaitacharya in fact sachi devi really didn't offend but first before lord chaitanya's appearance vishwarupa appeared vishwarupa is balaram so vishwarupa was associating with advaitacharya he used to go for bhagavad gita classes and then later he left home and accepted sanyas that is vishru mahasat accepted sanyas so sachimada had this thought in her mind that my son accepted sanyas and left me because of advaitacharya that is always a complaint right if someone become a devotee or someone become a brahmachari or something there is a complaint because of such and such person he preached <laughs> that kind of thing comes up many times so similarly sachimata had some kind of thought like in, you know vaguely that thought was there so lord chaitanya considered it as an offense then what there was a solution briefly tell you otherwise we, we can not be able to cover most of it then they chanted the name of sachi devi in front of adhyatacharya adhyatacharya went in ecstasy and when we went in ecstasy they said okay now you can touch the feet of adhyatacharya because otherwise adhyatacharya will never allow sachimada to touch his feet so they tricked and in that way sachimada got the mercy so adhyatacharya was telling even sachimada got the mercy of lord chaitanya and not only that see mukunda also got the mercy of lord chaitanya because mukunda was apparently going to mayavadis and sometime he is with the mayavadis sometime with the devotees so finally lord chaitanya told i will not permit him to my association mukunda sings very well but that doesn't matter i am not going to let him in my association so mukunda became morose and then asked when can i see you next so lord chaitanya told you can meet me after millions of lifetimes and mukunda hearing this became ecstatic he started chanting and dancing in ecstasy because i can see lord chaitanya after millions of lives so it's guaranteed so he didn't care millions of lives so the point here for adhyatacharya was even mukunda got chastised but i am not getting chastised it means that i am not being accepted as a servant by lord chaitanya then one more incident took place so that he couldn't tolerate that is there is adhyatacharya had a confidential servant his name is kamalakanta vishwas sorry yeah kamalakanta vishwas so kamalakanta vishwas he wrote a letter to king pradabharudra so the letter says that advaitacharya is an incarnation of the supreme lord 
but at the same time he has incurred a debt of 300 rupees now the letter is to request pradabharudra to liquidate that debt somehow or other this letter came to lord chaitanya and lord chaitanya became very angry he said look at this kamalakanta vishwas he has accepted the position of advaita acharya as a supreme lord but now he is writing that he is in debt that to how much 300 rupees debt so this looks like the supreme lord is a pauper uh, he is in debt how is it possible in you know, 300 rupees now he is a supreme lord in you know, a sarvaishriya all the aishriyas are there aishriya se samagrasya full he has all the wealth lakshmi devi is wife sita thakurani is lakshmi devi so all these things are there and how can you say that 300 rupees he liquidated this debt he became very angry he said this kamalakanta vishwas he has acted in such a foolish way i am i don't want him in my association he should never come in front of me he can never come in my association became very angry and kamalakanta vishwas he became very upset he started telling you know how, why me you know i why did i do this he was becoming very morose but advaita acharya told kamalakanta vishwas what are you doing you must be very happy lord personally chastised you it means lord has accepted you as your his servant and now advaita acharya couldn't tolerate because his own servant was accepted by lord chaitanya as a servant and what about me so he had a very intelligent plan because he understood if he if he do, does this lord is going to punish him for sure so he took the text of yoga vasishta yoga vasishta is a mayavad text and he started expounding yoga vasishta to everyone and he started speaking mayavad philosophy to the lord hearing this lord became very angry and it is it is mentioned that uh, elsewhere that he even even wanted to beat advaita acharya and says that akrani told you know he my husband is an old person don't beat him so then advaita acharya became very happy but finally i got punished by lord chaitanya means i am being accepted as the servant of lord chaitanya this is dasa abhiman the conception of being a servant so this is such an exalted position and it is mentioned when lord chaitanya was in jagannath puri every year for four months all the devotees from from bengal would go and visit lord chaitanya in jagannath puri so advaita acharya was one of the prominent person in that party traveling all the way from navadvip to jagannath puri and when he goes there it is mentioned he would do personal worship to lord chaitanya lord chaitanya would be sitting and chanting advaita acharya will go he will do aarati he will apply gar- apply chandan he will offer garland he will offer tulsi leaves and lord chaitanya used to accept everything after that he will wait he will accept the offerings of advaita acharya to please advaita acharya after that what he would do whatever flowers are remaining whatever manjaris are remaining he would take everything and quickly he offer everything back to advaita acharya and he would chant this mantra yosi sosi samostute this vedic mantra yosi sosi samostute yo asi means who are you are whatever position you are sosi 
that is your position that is what you are i i pay my humble obeisances unto you so he doesn't want to embarrass adwaita acharya he didn't want to say i am your super, supreme lord vishnu let me worship you no 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 yosi sosi namostade whoever you are you are let me offer my humble obeisances unto you so this was the kind of loving exchange between lord chaitanya and adwaita acharya so he used to accept offerings and he used to give worship as well and finally i will narrate two past times and we will conclude because time is running out one past time this is a very funny past time we all have heard acceptance of prasadam by lord chaitanya in the house of adwaita acharya straight after accepting sanyas that we will briefly narrate and we had to understand that adwaita acharya used to uh, invite lord chaitanya all the time for prasadam it's not one time it's not a one time past time okay it was a funny incident one time but he used to accept all the time so it is mentioned we know how nityananda prabhu tricked lord chaitanya and told this ganga as yamuna and then the lord jam and he saw adwaita acharya coming in a boat so he was thinking you know what is this what's going on how come i am in yamuna i am thinking i am in yamuna but how come adwaita acharya is here how come adwaita acharya is in vrindavan then he understood okay this is shantipur so adwaita acharya took him to shantipur to his house your place you are born there as well prabhu so and then uh, then the lord lord told how adwaita acharya invited lord chaitanya he told please come to my home you haven't eaten for many days after accepting sanyas because you are in divine exercise so we have some simple rice and some vegetables are there please come and accept so adwaita acharya knew the trick how to invite sanyasis just little bit of rice and vegetables as a very austere diet so it is very suitable for sanyasis in that way he invited and then lord chaitanya went when lord chaitanya went was it just simple little bit of rice and vegetables no it was a huge feast he could see there are three portions kept for the offering seeing that lord chaitanya understood what's going on but adwaita acharya said it's all for krishna you sit i will off, uh, serve you accordingly so he washed the feet of lord chaitanya and lord nityananda and then kept big banana leaf in a banana leaf can be really big huge banana leaf and there lord adwaita acharya personally started serving lord chaitanya it's mentioned it's like the quantity was just like mountains on the banana leaf it is like if you see that one three people can eat the whole thing that much quantity initially he served so lord chaitanya told adwaita what is this i am a sanyasi people will criticize me if i eat like this immediately lord chaitanya told sorry adwaita told no no you are self same jagannath in jagannathpuri there is chappan bhog how many times about 54 times it is mentioned in chaitanya 54 times is mentioned there 54 times offering is there and you are eating this not one day every day so i am offering you just one time and why can't you eat so he said okay lord chaitanya accepted he ate everything as soon as one preparation is finishing try to refill so he couldn't control the like lord chaitanya would finish 
he'll refill and lord chaitanya kept eating at the same time nityananda prabhu what did he say i am fasting for 3 days and now you have what you have given me it is not even touching my stomach i am so hungry and you have invited me to your home and now i am still hungry he ate everything and but what is this what kind of a brahmana are you you should at least fulfill a mendicant's needs basic needs that is eating you can't even do that what is this adhyatajane said i am a poor brahmana and i have given you whatever i have and you are eating everything and still complaining so he said you know this is this is not appropriate you know nityananda prabhu is kept saying you know i am fasting for 3 days hmm? he said a traveling mendicant should accept whatever coming on the way sometime they had to fast sometime he had to eat roots and fruits now i have given you at least rice and sabji that to so many varieties you should be satisfied you shouldn't complain like this nityananda said whatever it is i am hungry you have invited so adhyatajane said you are a reject paramahamsa your only purpose is to go around and fill the belly and at the same time give trouble to all these brahmanas that is your whole purpose so you are not a proper paramahamsa you are a reject paramahamsa so such was the loving exchange between advaita acharya and nityananda prabhu both are vishnu dutta both are supreme lords you know <laughs> and then and then finally it is mentioned that uh, he uh, nityananda prabhu he took some prasadam and started throwing as if in anger and then what happened he touched the body of advaita acharya then advaita acharya became ecstatic and he started dancing like a madman so when he came back to normal advaita said you are a madman and you are also making everyone a madman why are you throwing this you know remnants immediately nitya told you are offending prasadam by speaking all this krishna prasadam if you offend if you offend krishna prasadam you have to at least feed thousand sanyasis then only this offense will be negated so advaita <laughs> told i am not going to invite any sanyasis anymore that's it done in that way there was a very loving exchange verbal exchange between advaita acharya and nitananda prabhu after that he you know they washed their hand he gave betel nuts washed the feet they did everything all the upacharas were done so it is very interesting how the lords are dealing with each other so this is the amazing aspect of chaitanya charitamrita and at the end there are more to say but i will just uh, mention one last last time we all know that advaita acharya is the reason for lord's appearance now in the antilila in the last but one chapter advaita acharya was meeting mahaprabhu to take permission to go back to navadvip so advaita acharya so uh, lord chaitanya actually went to advaita acharya and asked permission to return and advaita prabhu gave him a message hmm, to le- deliver to lord chaitanya hmm. so he gave this message to lord chaitanya so jagadananda pandit read this message and this message was 
very cryptic people couldn't understand what is written it was a sonnet like a poem and it says please inform sri chaitanya mahaprabhu who is acting like a madman that everyone here has become mad like him inform him also that in the market place rice is no longer in demand so two messages given one everyone has become madman like him second in the market place there is no demand for rice okay then further tell him that those now mad in ecstatic love are no longer interested in the material world also tell shri chaitanya mahaprabhu that one who has also become a madman in ecstatic love that is one who has also become a madman in ecstatic love that is referring to himself adwaita prabhu has spoken these words this is the message very cryptic message the whole world has become mad like lord chaitanya in devotion second there is no demand for rice in the marketplace and then <coughs> that those who are mad because of ecstatic love are not interested in material world and one who has become mad that is referring to himself he ha- has spoken this words so jagadananda pandit read this message because he carried this message he read this message and he started laughing look at advaita charya he is just writing like a madman what is this so he took this and he went to jagannath puri and then informed lord chaitanya so this happened from uh, the message came from navadvip chandipur to jagannath puri through jagadananda pandit so he read this message to lord chaitanya immediately lord chaitanya told this is his order so this was the message he this said this is his order this is the order of advaita acharya lord chaitanya became serious and he said this is order and then he fell silent so lord chaitanya became grave he was silent and he said okay this is the order of advaita acharya and then mahaprabhu was about to explain so swarup damodar goswami he understood the message but he kept silent and then he asked after that he asked lord chaitanya oh lord what is the meaning of this message immediately lord chaitanya replied he said advaita acharya is a great worshipper of the lord and is very expert in regulative principles enjoined in vedic scriptures so advaita acharya he expertly knows how to worship the deity according to the pancharatra vidhi he knows that so advaita acharya invites the lord to come and be worshiped and to perform the worship he keeps the deity for some time after the worship is completed he sends the deity somewhere else i do not know the meaning of the sonnet nor do i know what is in advaita prabhu's mind so this is the reply of lord chaitanya advaita acharya if you are worshiping the lord in the altar what we do for the worship there is a chota gorita salagram we bring them to the asan to the table do the worship after the worship take them back correct 
So the worship is done for some time. After that, they are sent them away. Similarly, Advaita Charya is an expert in deity worship. He knows how to invite the deity, do the proper worship. He also knows how to send the deity back. So this is the message. And it is this is what is this message? Lord Advaita Charya told Lord Chaitanya, now your mission has been accomplished. Now you can go back. So, after hearing this, Surabhadra Goswami became very, very morose. But he understood the Lord is going to wind up his pastimes. And it is mentioned. So now we are at the towards the end of Ch- Chaitanya Charitamrita Antilila. This is in the last but one chapter. And then we can see that the mood of Lord Chaitanya changing from that point. So, Kaviraj Goswami explains that he was becoming more and more more mad in ecstatic love he was accepting the mood of ratharani more and more he was going deeper and deeper so that's what is mentioned in chaitanya charitamrita so after this order straight after lord chaitanya winds up his pastime so we can see that advaita charya is the cause for the lord's appearance and also he is the one who sends the lord back and meanwhile he preaches krishna consciousness in the association of lord chaitanya and we can rem- remember ourselves he is the inspirer he is the introducer of bhakti because he started the programs at his place and also it's mentioned the mood the dasa abhiman he wanted to be known as a servant of lord chaitanya and he was completely immersed in that consciousness so today we can pray to advaita charya for our devotion service for us to be serious in our devotion service to really get that mood of servitorship while performing service while chanting krishna's names while dealing with the devotees it is very important so we can pray to the lord and today the lord will be so merciful being his appearance day and will help us to go further sare krishna hai Stop here and see if there is any one quick question or something. Yes, Prabhu. Is there any connection with that child Shiva? Yes. Okay, so that is another point. Uh, he is also an expansion of Sadashiva. So it is mentioned. So here we can see multiple personalities. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, the emphasis is given primarily on him being the expansion of Narayan Mahavishnu like that. but at the same time we can we know that sadashiva is also vishnu tattva in that sense because sadashiva in the spiritual world is also vishnu tattva so we can see that yes definitely is an expansion of both mahavishnu as well as sadashiva is there any uh, indication of that uh, in this past time nobody like there's there's any like murti or something a sadashiva murti yeah like it shows that it's is it being for i personally i don't know he is performing he is showing the murti as sadashiva or something like that uh, no shiva murti i have don't know generally most of the time it's mentioned as incarnation of vishnu but sadashiva is vishnu so in that way it is really not contradictory if is as vishnu say lord chaitanya says he is a supreme lord he is vishnu then how can he be bereft of money how can be indebted you know lack like of you know 300 dollars 300 rupees how is it possible so 
Vishnu Sadashiv is actually Vishnu. Is Vishnu Tattva, Sadashiv is Vishnu Tattva in the spiritual world. It's different from Shambhu in the material world or Shiva in the material world. That is more of Shakti Avesh or uh, expansion, Vishnu Tattva, Shiva Tattva, yeah. So uh, many times Mahaprabhu says that uh, I was lying peacefully and you called me, Yes, Adhyatacharya is Vishnu. Yes, that's right, yeah. So, it's a different way of thinking. The reason is, Lord Chaitanya is Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Sorry, Lord Chaitanya is Mahaprabhu in the sense, Supreme Lord, Supreme Personality of Godhead, it. Krishna. So, now the thing is, Krishna includes everything. That is the definition of Krishna, absolute truth. Krishna includes all the Vishnu Dattvas, all the incarnations. So if you refer Mahavishnu, you can refer to Vishnu, sorry, you can refer to Krishna in the ultimate sense. Hmm. So that's why in uh, Chaitanya Jaradamrita, this verse is quoted, same verse is coming from Srimad Bhagavadam, 10th canto, 14th chapter, prayers of Lord Brahma. Narayana stam nahi sarvadehinam, atman yadhisha akhila loka sakshi, narayana ongam narabhu jalayanat, tachabhi satyam nataveva maya. So there, so if you see the prayer of Lord Brahma, Brahma is addressing Krishna. We are seeing all this vision that was coming from his body after the uh, Brahma Vimavahana Leela. So there we can see, he is saying, Narayana stam, you are Narayana. You are the same Narayan. So, you can see, we can address Krishna as Narayan. There is nothing wrong because Narayan is part of him. Similarly, when Mahaprabhu is telling, I was lying in the coast ocean and you called me, there is nothing wrong because Mahavishnu is also Lord Chaitanya. At the same time, yes, Adveta Prabhu is also Mahavishnu. Yes. So, there is no contradiction as such. Yes, bro. Uh, I just want to make one point. Yes, bro. Uh, uh, interesting because you were talking about the servitorship. Yes. Uh, so, and very much emphasizing this point and by Adhikacharya. And it's the same thing as Lord Balaram. Yes. Lord Balaram is also an expansion of uh, Krishna as a brother. Yes. And Ananda Shesh. Even though he's the older brother, he's always taking the servitorship yes. of Krishna. So, actually you can see that very much the same would be other and within the Leela, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and they are all playing. Mm. But at the end of the pastimes, it shows that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is supreme. So even though Mahavishnu uh, is the Chaya, but it's Lord Krishna is the ultimate departure of yes. yes. And they are playing the role mm. in these pastimes. So, yes. Thank you. Yes. So that's why Adhita is saying, Nityananda and I are servants of Lord Chaitanya. 
you can you will just jump and shout this <laughs> that was the excessive lord chaitanya <laughs> sorry adwaita charya adwaita charya prabhu ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai nitai gor pramanande hari hari bol